You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Broadcasting from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57, this is the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dreamlawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All week, we are live from the Super Bowl Radio Row here in Arizona. Got out here yesterday. We've been enjoying looking at cactuses and palm trees uh, really since we got here. Um, But I'll also throw this out there. Uh, The way Radio Row works, just so you're all aware, um, tomorrow, I guess, and and we're newbies here. We know the station has been here, but, but this is our first time. Uh, here at the Super Bowl. Uh, tomorrow is when the guests kick up because there's there's a uh, you know, uh, credentialing process that takes place. So I guess Monday it's mostly media. The next day is where things get kind of crazy. So we're looking forward to, to riding the wave of Radio Row and Super Bowl week all the way to a bunch of very good uh, and, and, and poignant conversations about the big game going on all, all the way up to the big game. Um, also, you know, I'm sure – both Robbie and I, at some point, as children, said we wanted to make it to a Super Bowl. Should have been more specific. Uh, said, said, you know, we're going to be here playing in the game. But either way, goal accomplished. Uh, really excited for what we're able to do this week here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Um, also, we should have been more specific because uh, being in the NFL, very lucrative. And the Ravens <laughs> and Lamar Jackson are playing a game with amounts of money that confuse most of us, right? If you think about it too hard, your brain will turn to mush. It's time for the Ravens to do something with Lamar Jackson or move on. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN is reporting that the Ravens and Lamar could possibly be $100 million apart in contract talks over how much guaranteed money should be in the contract. Now, again, you think too hard about that, your brain's going to turn to mush because $100 million is not like, oh, let's get in a room and hammer it out. That's like, oh, there's $100 million between us. That's not like, let's jump the ravine. That's like, oh, the ravine is the Grand Canyon. Jeremy Fowler added that the trade calls are coming. If you are $100 million in guaranteed money off, I don't see how you, you realistically tell, tell yourself we're going to solve this. I don't see how you realistically tell yourself, hey, you know what, in a couple months we'll come back to the negotiating table. Unless uh, you as the, the Ravens are just betting wholeheartedly against your quarterback. right? Unless you are just betting wholeheartedly on, on your quarterback playing worse or getting hurt so he would come down to your number and accept it. And in that situation, guess what? You'd probably want your offer to get worse and come down to where he wouldn't accept it again. Harry Douglas, who you can catch every weekday right here on 94.1, was on Fitz and Harry, the show that he co-hosts, talking about the Ravens' need to keep Lamar. I don't think the Baltimore Ravens ever have a chance against the Cincinnati Bengals unless Lamar Jackson is their quarterback. And it's easy to say, hey, we're going to go to another young guy and we're going to try to groom him so he can be what we want you know, from the quarterback position, what we want from the quarterback position. But is it really going to be better than Lamar Jackson? That's the question the Ravens have to to ask themselves. And and in in my eyes, I don't think so right now. And and where they're picking in the draft and whatnot, no, I I don't think so. So now you have to surround Lamar 
with the proper talent so he can be better as a quarterback because I do not think he's played his best football from the quarterback position yet. I don't. That is very accurate except for, for what I believe is one key point that he's missing, right? Yes. Are you going to be able to just move on to another young guy and find another Lamar Jackson? Heck no, you're not going to be able to do that. There aren't a whole bunch of Lamar Jacksons running around. There aren't two Lamar Jacksons running around. You, you couldn't go to a veteran. You couldn't. No, Lamar Jackson is unique enough that if you need Lamar Jackson to win, you need Lamar Jackson. It's not like we need a Lamar Jackson type. But the thing that he's not, not addressing is if you can't come to an agreement with Lamar Jackson, you can't come to an agreement with Lamar Jackson. You can't force a, a, a square peg into a round hole. Right? If it's not happening, you need to make the best out of a bad situation. Right? Marlon Humphrey, who is a, a Pro Bowl defensive back for the Ravens, was at the Pro Bowl. And he was asked on Twitter if, if he, meaning if Humphrey, did any recruiting at the Pro Bowl. His response on Twitter, in writing, for everyone to see, right? What, what do they tell you? If you don't want every, uh, don't put it in writing. If you don't want everyone to know about it, he put it in writing on Twitter. Internet lasts forever. It's written in ink. He said, every time I try, so he's saying, every time I try to recruit somebody, I'm met with, are y'all going to pay Lamar? It is holding your franchise hostage until you make a decision or until you make many decisions, until you decide the direction of your franchise, it is holding you hostage. Are free agents going to want to come play with you? Are they going to put you on their list, right? If a wide receiver is being traded, is he going to say, I'll sign an extension with the Ravens? They don't know. There's no way to know. It is holding your franchise hostage. And I'm not in the room. I'm not there. I'm not in the negotiating room. I'm not the one talking to Lamar or to Lamar's representatives. I know he doesn't have an agent. We talked about that earlier with Mike Florio. But but I don't, like, I'm going to try to put this in, in numbers that make a little bit more sense to me. If I'm trying to negotiate to buy a car, okay, if we're – Two grand off? All right, let's head to the negotiating table. Let's try to figure this out because you have a car I really want, and you likely want it sold. If we're even five grand off, maybe. If we're $20,000 off, I'm probably going to go, you know what? Thanks for your time. Appreciate you responding to me with your offer. There's no point in us continuing this conversation. I'm going to go try to find my second favorite car somewhere else for a price that's more within what I think they're worth. So let's say Lamar, the Ravens do love Lamar Jackson as much as everyone says they love Lamar Jackson, right? Harbaugh says they love him. Uh, DaCosta says they love him. The ownership says they love him. The players say they love him. He is their number one choice. If you go in and, and say, hey, you're our number one choice, and there are 20000 above, or in this case $100 million in guaranteed money above, you go, ah, you know what? I wish we would have been able to make it work. Thank you for your time. Thank you for considering the offer. But I'm going to go try to find my second favorite option for a price that I think it's worth. Until then, you're just sitting there holding my franchise hostage. And we are just sitting here holding my franchise hostage. It, it is a, a – you have to step out and look at the big picture here. You have to step out and understand what the big picture is. And the big picture is not just 
keep Lamar Jackson at all costs. You have to decide, and, and I disagree with their number, but you have to decide how much he is worth to your team, make an offer that you feel is fair, and then if he doesn't want to take it and he wants more money and he's refusing to budge, you have to move on for your franchise. And trust me, there's somebody out there that's going to pay an arm and a leg. Right, we we just got a text uh, from from Tyler in the seven five seven on the Dreamlawns text line. You can text in as well seven five seven six eight seven nine four nine four. Robbie, go ahead and read that text from Tyler in the seven five seven. It feels like the Kirk Cousins situation, but ten times worse because Lamar's an MVP. He may play there one or two more years, but he might be mentally done. And and I I, I don't agree that it is exactly like, but I do understand what the texter is saying. The similarities with the Kirk Cousins situation of just going year and year and year and not signing the extension. Think of how many people were lined up to pay Kirk Cousins money. There's somebody out there, like if 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 you don't want to overpay for Lamar, there's somebody out there that will. Now they can either overpay Lamar to Lamar when he hits free agency after two more years, or they can overpay for Lamar to you and give you more draft picks and more player capital than, than you're expecting. Those are the options, right? It's, it's either or, it's up or down. As soon as you come to the agreement and $100 million off, I feel like you should come to the, the understanding that it's not going to happen on your terms. So either A, you're cool getting bullied by Lamar and you'll eventually kowtow to his, his returns, or his requests, or his offer, his terms, or you take the ball and you say, it's our court, we're going to play how we want to play. Now, with that being said, we'll continue to monitor the Lamar Jackson situation, as we always do. We'll continue to update you here on the Tim Donnelly Show. But now we have some more important business. Big game trivia. Now, I am an extremely competitive person. So I don't like losing. Big game trivia is simple. Robbie prepares trivia questions for me. You can help out, by the way. I won't be checking the text line, but <laughs> but if you want to be smarter than me, it's like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter than a radio host? Get your answers into the text line, 757-687, as soon as you hear it. Big game trivia is brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco & More, as well as Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. So go ahead and uh, – Robbie, you're you're marking things up. Are you yep. changing the question as we no, speak? Okay. No, I'm just I'm I'm making sure that I don't ask the same question twice. Okay. Throughout this week, I want to make sure I give you a good one. So this is this is the listeners against me, but really it's me against me. That's how I'm looking at it. Correct. So this one, they, you know, it's the first day here at Radio Row. First day that we are here. Do they get uh, progressively harder? Is uh, that what you're saying? Yes. Oh goodness. Uh, I mean, maybe. I guess it depends on how bad you think this one's going to be. So, the first question. For Big Game Trivia brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more and Newport News Shipbuilding, who was the MVP of the first ever Super Bowl? I do think I know this. I'll give everyone a chance real quickly here on the text line, 757-687-9494. Dream Lawn's text line, send in your answers. Uh, Read the question again. Who was the MVP of the first ever Super Bowl? Now, I'm going to talk my way through it. Super Bowl is is crucial here because there were NFL – championships correct prior to that we're talking super bowl era um also i believe this this player went to alabama okay i'm going to try to like hint hint for the listeners on my way through i believe right they say uh nfl quarterbacks from alabama never have success right but this one would be one uh, along with i don't know joe namath 
Tua, uh, right? Small fraternity. Um, one might say the Cowboys logo is modeled after this player. One may say that. Thus, if you haven't picked up on it yet, I'm going to lock in my answer as the first Super Bowl MVP, Bart Starr. That is correct, Tim. That is correct. And uh, Packers over Chiefs I'm going with, uh, which I may know because that's what I picked to be the the Super Bowl preseason <laughs> this year. I picked Chiefs Packers, uh, which I've been I've, – I've bragged about the Chiefs pick a little bit because they're obviously in the Super Bowl, still could win. They were my pick to win it all. But I feel like every time I do, I have to have the accountability to then follow up with I picked them to beat the uh, the Green Bay Packers who didn't even didn't even make the playoffs. I like it. I like it. Now, again, that was big game trivia presented by Pitbull Tobacco and more in Newport News Shipbuilding, a division of HII. And those will, those will get progressively harder each and every day that we are here in Phoenix on Radio Row. Good, because I'm looking at the text line. Uh, star, Bart, star, Bart, star, Bart, star, Bart, star, Bart. So I, I flexed a little bit there. I don't think I'll be flexing later on in the week. Uh, it's the Tim Donnelly Show live from Radio Row here in Arizona, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. When we come back, a conversation with an active NFL player, Victor Dimukhezi is a member of the uh, – they're, they're not the host, but kind of are the host, the Arizona Cardinals, uh, and he's going to join us in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair, also the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth. Victor Dimukhezi joins us next. Stick around. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Live from Radio Row inside the Phoenix Convention Center in the heart of Super Bowl country, it's the Tim Donnelly Show, presented by Dreamlawns on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Welcome back into Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, the Tim Donnelly Show. Of course, our Super Bowl Radio Row show is brought to you by Dreamlawns. And joining us in our Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair, Victor Dimukeji, Cardinals linebacker, Part of the, the the hosts here, the Arizona Cardinals, welcoming everybody into their city. Uh, also a Duke grad. So, uh, Victor, first of all, thank you for taking the time. Uh, what's it like making these rounds? We're watching you go up and down Radio Row with, without a coach. Are are you, are you like which, which which game plan are you talking about? Which which team are you talking about? Thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I'm just soaking it in, um, talking to different teams, Kansas City Eagles, um, really just enjoying it, getting the feel of it. Um, you know, this is the city I play in, so, you know, being able to be a part of the weekend or the week in general, you know, it just, it's, it's a good feeling. I'm having fun with it. When when you look back, and, and we'll get to the, the Chiefs and Eagles, you, you played both of them, so you, you have the game plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look back on this year for the Cardinals, what, what, are, what are the regrets, what are the things that you think kind of uh, went astray? Um, I wouldn't say... I have any regrets because um, all you could do is learn. Mm-hmm. But I would say, you know, it was fun playing with my brothers, um, going out there to battle each and every day, even when the season uh, wasn't going the way we wanted it to go. Um, you know, we kept playing for each other. Um, and you, you definitely felt that brotherhood in that locker room. So, you know, it was definitely a blessing to uh, be able to play for this team. Victor Dimukeji, a uh, Cardinals linebacker, connecting with us here, uh, actually in the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair. Uh, J.J. Watt mm-hmm. re- retires, the, the, the vet from your squad. First of all, I think he did it the right way, right? Just kind of at the Definitely. end just said, like, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but double-digit sacks, how good was he this year and what kind of, uh, like, change is he leaving on the table by walking away from the game? Oh, no, he was great. I told him um, actually two weeks before he told us he was retiring, I told him, bro, you could play, like, five more years. <laughs> like, I told him that. He was like, no. Nah. He said, no, nah, I don't know if I, if I want to. 
Um, and I thought he was a joke. I really thought I really <laughs> thought he could play five more years. But you know, a guy like that, um, a walking Hall of Famer. You know, he left a lot. Uh, he left a, a lasting legacy in this league. Um, he ru- definitely rubbed up on me the two years I got to play with him. And, um, you know, just able to see the way he worked. Um, if it's in the weight room, being the last one to leave, or in practice running to the ball every single play, acting like he don't get tired or trying to be Superman, you know. Acting like he doesn't <laughs> get tired. <laughs> Man, but that's that's one guy who really did it the right way. And um, he didn't do it for the cameras. He, that's really who he is. And um, I'm, I'm glad I was able to. Even get an ounce, get an ounce of his career. I was able to play with him for that little bit. Next year, week eight, you think you might be calling him up? Like, come on, playoff run? Could you make it happen? I think he could, he could be playing week one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, but yeah, he's definitely a great guy. I wish I could play with him longer, but you know, I feel like I feel like his future career. You know, he could do he could do whatever he wants. Sky's the limit. Victor Dimukeji, Cardinals linebacker, joining us here on Super Bowl Radio Row. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. You've played both the Chiefs and the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, granted, I mean, a couple months ago now, so this is, a, you know, ebb and flow and changes happen. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll start with the Chiefs. What's what's the game plan? What, what do you have to do to, to, to lock up that, <laughs> that high-powered offense? First of all, it starts with Mahomes, you know, making them uncomfortable, getting pressure on them, and um, stopping Kelsey, of course. Uh, I feel like if you could take those two out of the game, um, you have a, a, a good shot. As a linebacker, when, when a tight end like that is, is practically a wide receiver but, yeah, but playing exactly. tight end, uh, do, you, do you attack it differently? You're trying to get more physical? What's, what's the, the like, actual technique of trying to slow that guy down? Uh, with Kelsey, you, know, you just want to be physical with him. You know, me personally, that's what, that was my game plan going into the game, trying to be physical with him. Um, you know, because he's a hell of a, a player. You know, that's that you can't get him going. So, yeah, just in the run game, try to out physical him in the pass game, get hands on him, do something. Just, I <laughs> <laughs> just hope Mahomes don't throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the other side, the Eagles. Um, you obviously, I mean, every day in practice, you get to chase around Kyler. Yeah. Jalen Hurts brings brings some of that. Mm-hmm. What's what's the key to keeping him in the pocket and, and not letting him get get around? Um, the thing about him, he's a powerful. Uh, uh, runner, mm-hmm. it's hard to bring him down. He could throw the ball, and he, he's a powerful runner. So it's going to be a, a gang tackle type of game. Um, bring uh, everybody running to the ball, and it's going to be a group effort. Um, they have weapons all on the offense. You know, Devonte Smith, all those guys. So it's definitely going to be a good battle. It's, it's funny you went straight to powerful. Uh, can you compare? Is, is it like tackling a running back? Can you compare his his style of run maybe to, to other positions or, or other quarterbacks out there? That's a strong dude. I saw. I think I saw someone on him squatting like a thousand pounds. I don't know what it was, but I don't know if I've seen a quarterback back that strong. Um, As a linebacker, is that maybe, like a, is maybe that Cam a, Newton. Okay, is, is that a, a test? Or like, if you meet him in in, in the hole, oh, are you like, I, I can't let a quarterback? Get oh no, him? not me. I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about other people. Okay. I, I definitely right, got there him. Go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Victor, uh, we're asking everybody that stops by. Do you have a pick for the game? Uh I, like I told other people, I think it's a, it's a toss-up, yeah. it, like a coin flip. Okay. It could go either way. It just depends on who comes out to play. The more physical team, I think, is going to win the game. A- any advice for Arizona Heat? It's not that hot out right now, though, but I feel like, um, you, you know, Philly's not, not a warm place. Yeah. Kind of cold right now. Um, 
I feel like this morning it was pretty like cool when yeah, I got it. Was a, chilly. Yeah, it was, was cool. So I'm wearing shorts like a fool. Yeah, I feel like it's good weather compared to the East. I'm from Baltimore, so it's okay. it's, yeah, it's good weather compared to the East Coast. Um, and if you're going to the game, it's indoors, so you should be fine. There you go. Ah, that's true. Victor Dimukeji joining us here, and uh, and we appreciate you for stopping by, man. Got gotcha. you. Appreciate you having me. Once again, Victor Dimukeji a member of the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, obviously the de facto hosts when we're out here in Phoenix, uh, which we are. Thank you to our exclusive show sponsor, Dream Lawns, for helping us make it out here to uh, Arizona and Radio Row. Should be a really exciting week. We're here all week. And uh, speaking of exciting, I don't, I don't know how it can be anything but exciting when we, uh, we glance over my right shoulder here, Robbie's left, and there's a literal countdown to game time. Six days, one hour, two minutes, and 22 seconds until until Super Bowl. Uh, that's the, the the DraftKings booth is right to our right here. So, uh, I mean, any, hey, every good thriller has a ticking clock, right? But that also means we have six days, one hour, two minutes, and eight seconds to get our bets in order, to get our bets taken care of, to know what you're rooting for, what you should be rooting for, where your advantage is. And with that comes our big game bets. Big game bets are brought to you by Inland Reef Bar and Grill. We're going to give you a bet each day uh, that we like at the moment, right? Now, the lines move and and things like that. So, uh, you know, no guarantees you'll find this number if you're placing your bet Sunday morning. But... Uh, for right now, they're they're always usually pretty ac- pr- pretty accurate. You might have to go from one book to another to to figure out um, the best lines on it. But big game bets are brought to you by Inland Reef Bar and Grill, nonetheless. Uh, and I'm actually going to go against uh, probably probably theme here or against stereotype. Many of you probably think I am a uh, nothing but praiser for Patrick Mahomes. Um, partially because I think he's just the best quarterback alive doing it right now. Uh, and I think it's been that way for a couple of years, and I think people are already tired of his greatness, and because of that they look for things that are, are wrong with him. Uh, but that's not to say that I don't think he ever struggles or that I don't think he will ever make a bad decision. I think this Philadelphia defense is really, really good, um, and I think they'll be able to catch Patrick Mahomes a few times. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, and put a little scroll of scratch, right, a little bit of, little bit of jingle jangle in my pocket, on uh, Patrick Mahomes over 0.5 interceptions. Now, again, that's not to say, and and we won't get to picks on who wins or who loses the game until later in the week for us, Uh, but that's not to say that I think the the Chiefs will lose the game. That's just to say I think there will be a play when Patrick Mahomes is gotten the better of from the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Now, that could be right uh, a pressure that gets into maybe alters the throw, could be a a, – just a misread could be a force to someone like Travis Kelsey could be a miscommunication with one of the young wide receivers out there. There's many different ways to end up there, but I, I, I like Patrick Mahomes over 0.5 interceptions minus one and a half or sorry, minus one Oh five is what I meant to say. Uh, if you, if you're looking out there, but, uh, but I think that's some, that's some smart money there. And we're always looking to put smart money down with that being said, we're going to take a break, but when we come back more of the Tim Donnelly show live from the Super Bowl. We are on Radio Row as we speak. We'll be here all week, and uh, we can't go a whole show without talking about Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams looking at each other across a, a crowded room, batting eyelashes. They're flirting with each other really publicly. What does it mean coming up next? This is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. 
Giving you the latest from the NFL's biggest game. It's the Tim Donnelly Show presented by Dreamlawns. Live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right. Tim Donnelly Show live from Radio Row at the Super Bowl here in Phoenix. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Uh, tonight we will be at opening night. Uh, which which will give us some access to the players, hoping to track down a couple of uh, local connections. Rick Lovato, Zach Paschal, members of the Eagles, also went to ODU, and uh, and Derek Noddy, a Ocean Lakes High School graduate, uh, member of the Chiefs. So we'll see if we can't get in touch with them, and obviously we will, we will report back tomorrow on the Tim Donnelly Show from 3 to 6 right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Uh, in the meantime, while we, we may or may not have a guest joining us here in a couple of minutes, uh, Aaron Rodgers at this point, it is no longer somebody else pointing attention at him. It is no longer someone else pointing attention at Aaron Rodgers. It is 100% now Aaron Rodgers as a full participant in his employment drama. That's what I'm calling it, right? It's, it's a job. That's what everyone keeps telling me. His employment drama. Uh, however, I have just been given kind of the, the, the thumbs up that we will have Solomon Wilcots joining us. Uh, so Solomon Wilcots will be jumping on uh, the show, and that means he will be jumping into the Pitbull Tobacco and More broadcast booth and straight into the Pitbull Tobacco and More guest chair. Solomon Wilcots is a former safety with the Bengals, Vikings, and Steelers. He is also a host of the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL. So Solomon will be joining us here in a couple of minutes. A uh, few things to look for from that conversation. A, he uh, is a host of the Believe in the Bengals podcast. So we're going to ask how Patrick Mahomes was able to uh, do what he did last week, right? 320-some-odd yards on a, on a leg that very obviously was less than 100%. And then we're going to try to parse out of that answer what we will or, or what we can expect or what the Eagles should be able to expect uh, from the, the all-world quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. So as right now, we have Solomon Wilcots jumping in the, the – broadcast booth here and he has he has a uh, a partner or a, a it's uh, my broadcast part broadcast partner there you go that we'll be talking with in a second here uh kind of picking this all up on the fly uh solomon first of all thank you very much for jumping on thanks for having me greatly appreciate you thanks for having myself and melissa melissa that is the the broadcast partner i was talking about thank you for joining us thank you for having me uh we'll check back in for the the knee cartilage portion of the show all right that that's a tease right there if you can figure out what that means you want to stick around uh solomon on on your side though uh i know you played for the bengals uh, i was just telling uh the the listeners how you're, you're involved with the believe in bengals podcast yes uh what was mahomes able to do on on half an ankle that gave the the bengals defense such such problems you know, he was able to move around, step up and climb the pocket. I think that's an area of his game where he really improved, though. Subtle movements, not looking to extend plays like previously he had done before when he was healthy. I think if you go back to the last Super Bowl when they lost against Tampa Bay, you remember him drifting deeper and deeper in the pocket. That creates problems. In fact, it's to the defensive advantage because you drop so deep 
that now you got to throw it 20 yards just to get it back to the line of scrimmage. You got to throw it 30 yards for a 10-yard completion. And I think he learned through that scenario and through that phase of it to be quick with the ball, climb the the pocket under pressure. And that's why I think he was able to play at a better level. I think our defense did apply pressure. I think if some holding penalties would have been called, because <laughs> that was quite clear, some of that was going on. But, look, I give Patrick Mahomes all the credit in the world um, for just really surviving, mm-hmm. right? He didn't have the best game. He did throw for over 300 mm-hmm. yards, right? That, that play where you saw him throw the ball, the ball slipped out of his hand. You saw the ankle and the stiffness mm-hmm. in his lower body. He couldn't even recover his own fumble, <laughs> right? And you could tell that's it was in moments like that where you could tell he was less than 100%. But he overcame that and still found a way to will his team to victory. And he found a way to, to overcome a, a, another quarterback that was making the, the, the comeback attempt in Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, again, the, the, the Bengals, uh, how much is too much? Is there much uh, an amount on a contract that is too much for a guy like Joe Burrow? No, I think you got to be reasonable. Like, you know, listen. Reasonable is, is relative, right? Because yeah, 50 and, million a year, reasonable. I, I think 50 mil is, is well within mm-hmm. alignment. Look at what the salary cap is. What, it's going to be 225 million mm-hmm. for the next year? And then it just goes up for there. So if you lock him in at 50 million a year while everybody might throw their hands up, it doesn't handicap the Bengals from being able to do business. Look around, guys. Look around. Look, you got FanDuel as a sponsor. Mm. You got DraftKings Draft as right a sponsor. Here, yep. We've got streaming revenue. We're business partners with with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you're, you're telling me we Bengals, one of the partners in this team, can't afford Joe Burrow and keep T. Higgins and and uh, Jamar Chase? Absolutely. All right, you, so you're you're on more, team keep well, T. Got Higgins. Gaming. Mm-hmm. Listen, the, I've seen the revenue projections for this league. By the end of the decade, we'll be up to $25 billion as a league. Wow. Uh, listen now, I can tell you, <laughs> there's no owner going to sit there and say we can't afford it. Because mm-hmm. then you know why? Stop firing coaches with four years left <laughs> on their contract. If you can have four or five coaches on the payroll and they're not even working, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm with come you on, on that one. Now. I'm with come you on. on that one. Every <laughs> once in a while, someone totals it up. They, they go find all the coaches that aren't coaching and how much they're getting paid, and it just it makes your mind spin. Yeah, I, I'm going to get that deal. Yeah. Right, right. Like you and I yeah. should have that deal. Go right? with Cliff Kingsbury to Thailand. <laughs> We're talking with Solomon Wilcox here, former safety with the Bengals, Vikings, and Steelers, hosted the opening drive on Sirius XM NFL. And we'll be talking with Melissa in a minute. Um, moving on to, to, to this game, I saw you talked with Eric Bieniemy recently. Yeah. Um, what does he have in store for that, that, that vaunted Eagles defense? Look, I think they want to um, obviously get Patrick to play in rhythm, mm-hmm. to get the ball out quick, um, and allow the offense to come to him a little bit. You got to understand when you're playing up against a defense like the Eagles that can hit, hurry, and harass the quarterback with a high level of frequency, that you've got to do things to slow down that pass rush to keep them off balance. Andy Reid, traditionally throughout his career, um, has been very good in the screen and draw game. That's how you slow down a mm-hmm. uh, hard charging pass rush, right? Get them running, dump the ball off on the screen game, and now go chase that. Get them going one way now, jet motion coming back the other way. So think about Kadarius Toney. Mm. And think about the speed they have on the perimeter and on the edges. Yards after catch, short, quick pass game. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be needed in that capacity. And many others. We know Travis Kelsey can turn a five-yard catch into a 50-yard catch and Mm. run. So I think you're going to see some of those things to get Patrick Mahomes in rhythm early in the game. 
And, and then as a safety on the other side, Jalen Hurts, he's such a powerful runner. He's been described yes. that a, a, a few different few different times here today on the show. Uh, as a safety, how do you like when when he's a running threat, but he's also such a throwing since uh, such, such a passing threat? How do you come up to make that stop without giving him up something over the top? Like what 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 challenges does he present? It's easy, and I know I make okay. it sound I, easy. I, I, I I'm going to explain it to you, and you'll see okay. that it's easy. So as a safety, you are a secondary defender. Mm-hmm. You're not a primary run defender. You're not going to tackle Jalen Hurts for a tackle for a loss. Mm-hmm. Not as a secondary defender. So play the secondary. Play deep. Once he crosses the line of scrimmage, you come smoking. <laughs> and if he wants to be a running back, let him be a running back. This is when the game can re- get really physical. But you are not in danger of getting nosy, sniffing around the line of scrimmage. If you stay deep, let him cross the line of scrimmage, and then you'll come hunting. You're not going to make a tackle at the line of scrimmage as a secondary defender. That's not your job. So well, get it through your thick head as a secondary defender. As a, <laughs> that's why the title of the position itself tells you you're the safety. Yep, and, and the defensive backfield. Yeah, man, stay back. <laughs> stay back. Don't, well, don't even think about going up there if he does to make that tackle. If he does cross the line, will the NFL let you treat him like a running back? Yeah, because he is a runner. I, I'm, I, we've seen no, qu- a quite a few little shoves no, all of a sudden a flags. See, this is where I wish man, I'm tell you. you play in this league today, it's a conversation before games. Mm. You've got to talk to officials and say, hey, hey, ref, let me ask you this. They run a lot of that RPO stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, when he, ta- when he take that ball and he tuck it and he come, isn't he really like a running back? <laughs> you know what that official is going to say? Plant, plant that seed. Absolutely. Okay, so we're treating him like a runner. I'm not trying to hurt anybody out here, but I got to play physical, so you got to let me know. If he want to get down early, then you better go over and tell those guys get down early, but tell all their running backs to do it. Mm. Okay, because we're treating Jalen like a running back if he tuck it and come downhill. Is that cool? And you know what the offense? Because by the rule, that's what it states that he is. He wasn't attempting to throw. (laughs) Some of them pump fake downfield. He didn't. He didn't <laughs> attempt to throw, and he never dropped back like he was wanting to throw. That he was a runner from day one. Let's be honest. That's that's what it is. That's what the rule book says. But look, we're not coming. Don't lead with the crown of the helmet. See what you hit. Face up. But you can be physical and still play that way. I really do believe that. I like to hear that. Solomon Wilcott's joining us here. Uh, talk to us about what you have going on with Melissa and, and what that partnership is. Hey guys, look, this is my broadcast partner. And <laughs> we're here on behalf of Vericell. Uh, it's a it's paid sponsorship. There's no doubt about it. But it's really great news for people who have dealt with cartilage damage. If you have to have some surgery or procedure to fix cartilage, if your knees are sticking, um, if you feel arthritic in that area because you have cartilage damage, we already know 12 million people a year go to the doctor with some kind of knee pain. Roughly half of that 6 million um, have to have some kind of procedure to help repair cartilage damage. Well, that's exactly what Melissa had happened. And she went to the website, Macy.com, M-A-C-I.com, to find a doctor in her area that could perform the procedure. Look, she's a professional physical therapist. Mm. So he, she helps people like me when I get <laughs> broke down to go through therapy and get back to being 100%. But she went through this herself. She's a mom. She's an athlete. So, Melissa, I want you to tell our listeners right now just what it was like uh, when you were experiencing cartilage damage and what the procedure did for you. 
Yeah, of course. You know, I had an injury 10 years ago and, uh, you know, I started exercising more, had some sticking and catching in my knee, buckling. Couldn't even, like, walk downstairs, like, carrying a basket of laundry without being afraid wow. that I was going to, you know, fall down the stairs and do something worse. So, you know, I have a young family at the time and I said, you know what, I need to do something about this. I called my doctor. I tried to rehab myself. Got an MRI, saw the cartilage damage, and I had a torn ACL at the same time. <laughs> you know, go just toss that in. Go yeah. big or go home. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> and uh, so I ended up having it done. And you know, for the th first three months, I really needed help from my husband to you know get around. But you know, I'm two years out now, and I'm back to doing hit training. I'm on my spin bike a couple days a week. Can run after my kid, and I can do everything that I need to do in the clinic with my patients. And it's pretty awesome. It gave me back a piece of my life. It's great because the science itself is a stem cell based therapy that really uses your own stem cell. Imagine mm -hmm. you had cartilage damage and they go in and they perform a biopsy. They take a piece of the healthy tissue about the size of a Tic Tac mm -hmm. and they grow it outside on a collagen membrane. And then once it grows, um, it, they put it back in in a second procedure to help smooth it out, to sort of replace and cover those potholes that you can get when you have cartilage damage. And it adheres to the healthy tissue and to the bone. And it gives you back. It's like regenerative um, um, procedure that helps grow your own tissue using your own cell therapy. It's just phenomenal science. We want people uh, to be able to consider Macy. Mm -hmm. um, if you know that you have cartilage damage and you want to get back to um, being active like Melissa, or if you just want to be like this broken down weekend warrior like myself, who still want to golf and mm -hmm. ski and play basketball, this is the procedure that you want to have. So we encourage everyone to go to the website at www.macy.com, M-A-C-I.com to see if it's right for you. Solomon, last thing before we let you go, we're asking everybody, do you have a pick for the weekend? I do. Right. I don't, what do you and, got? And let me tell you something. I went down by every box. I checked the Philadelphia Eagles, except for that quarterback. There it is. And I checked the – and then I said, well, look, man, Patrick Mahomes is like the force multiplier. Mm -hmm. if, the, if it's that even, am I going to go against that? And if, if, the, if the Chiefs are just good enough to stop the Eagles from running the ball and force them to have to throw it to live, can Jalen Hurts do it? I, I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm giving anyone the benefit of the doubt, it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. That's just where I'm at. And I know they beat my Bengals to get here, <laughs> but that's how much I believe in Patrick Mahomes. Solomon, Melissa, we, we appreciate you guys for stopping by. Thank you for having Thank us. We so appreciate much. it. Keep up the good work. Of course. We'll be back with more live from Radio Row here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim you need to tell some, some of the listeners kind of what to expect this week. What are some of the things that, that they can expect all week while we're here in Phoenix? Well, actually, I, I believe the uh, the main deal is, is something you're going to be doing. Man on the streets. That's right. Ro Robbie will be out in Phoenix seeing uh, what's going on in the, the local area. So if, if you are out in Phoenix or you're coming out to Phoenix and you see him, he's going to be looking for – uh, quips, quotes, and jokes, right? Uh, it's it's Man on the Street. We'll start up tomorrow, uh, and it's all brought to you by Margie and Ray's Seafood. Love it. We were talking about KD and, and Westbrook and all that stuff and, and, you know, Kyrie. Donovan in the 757 said they need to trade Westbrook for KD, trade AD for and Beverly for DeRozan, and wait for Kyrie if the Mavs don't re-sign him. And they should trade Austin Reeves for Luca, <laughs> and they should trade who else is on that team down there? They should trade 
their ball boy for uh, Joel Embiid. Right. They, like, it, it's it's just it, that's not how trades work. Give us one more. From the uh, the 757, talking about Frank Caliendo, who we had on earlier today. It's going to be a good one. And, Tim, it was a good one. Frank Caliendo, uh, I don't – the audio element obviously went across the radio. This is my first time being up close with Frank. Uh, the visual of it surprised me. When he went from, like, Stephen A. Smith to Tracy Morgan, like, his face changed to look more like those those individuals. It's unbelievable. Uh, and with that being said, it's time for Top Shot. Uh, to, actually, a little bit different this time. Normally, I do the Top Shot, but today's Top Shot comes to you from Richie Somerville, who is back at the uh, station in the 757. Richie, who's today's Top Shot? Uh, guys, today's Top Shot is, uh, well, it's not a sports name. It's uh, Her name's Jessica Towers. She's my sister. Mm. I got a text today that, as um, I get a little emotional here, for those that don't know, she, uh, you guys probably know this, I don't know who exactly all told this to, she um, was diagnosed with leukemia back in October, had six weeks of inpatient um, chemotherapy, I hate to, I'm, I'm breaking down as I'm saying this, inpatient chemotherapy at Johns Hopkins. She got out right before Thanksgiving, I got a text today right before the show started, she's in remission. Hey. Uh, and I... Don't know what Let's I'm go. doing about her, you know. Let's go. So I've been, awesome. been, been kind of holding this in all show. So, um, well, yeah. Well, th- thank you for doing that. But most importantly. Let's go. Let's go. Love it. Let's Today's go. top shot. I mean, that's the that could be the top shot of the the year. I thought I uh, thought I thought about that. I was like, yeah, I got I got to say something about this before we leave today. So, absolutely, it's gonna and, be a good, it's gonna be a good week, guys. I can tell and you. And a secondary top shot to everybody at Johns Hopkins and 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 all the people doing the research and the doctors because, uh, I mean, they're they're obviously as you just saw they're doing important work. So. Uh, there's today's Top Shot. If you want to be a Top Shot, check out Freedom Shooting Center, the premier shooting range and gun store in Hampton Roads. Richie, we appreciate you for for, for everything you do for us, and, and including pushing through on today's show. Um, coming up in a, a few minutes, we're actually going to give you some of our best interviews from today here on Radio Row over the next hour. So enjoy those interviews coming up, and we'll be back live from Phoenix tomorrow at 3. Until then, have a great night, everybody.